Hello, hello, hello. How you doing? What's good, brother? How you doing? All is well, Mr. Wong. Good to see you. Good to see you. Dude. I heard you, I heard you just finishing a big workout right now. Yeah, I just finished Zoom, so I had to go clean up. Take okay. A You're doing everything online right now? No, not everything. We go to the parks. Mm-hmm. Stuff at the park, too. Um, so we're just trying to keep it, you know, outside and then on, online as well. Okay, okay. We're super happy to have you on. I know it's a busy day for you, you know, Father's Day and everything. So today's segment, uh, you're right now, you're live on Let's Talk Growth. And really just exactly what it is, is the show is just a platform to engage with people in the community about mental health and also about a great day which you, we have today, which is Father's Day. We're really trying to highlight uh, some of our leaders in the community who take this parenting thing very serious. So we want you to share with our community just some tips, you know, your own experiences and hopefully um, give us some you know, healthy strategies to even maintain our own wellness. I know you being a wellness expert. So without further ado, welcome to Let's Talk Growth once again. And thank you, um, for, having thank you for having me. Please, today's our Father's Day edition. So right as we get started, I'm just going to introduce you a bit, you know. So we have here with us, uh, for everybody listening, we have Mr. Yusuf Wong. Um, you, um, you are um, a professional, specifically, you do you're a personal trainer and also a business owner. You own two business, so you, you're a fitness trainer um, yeah. for Powered by Fitness. Um, so you have the designation as a weight loss and weight gain expert. Okay, I see that. Um, you have your own training program in the community. So without even kind of going forward, please tell us a bit more about yourself so that we could, I could ask more questions. Um, yeah, I mean, like, where do I start? Like, I got two businesses, actually. It's not just, uh, I, I specialize in, in weight training. Um, and my main focus is weight loss. Um, a lot of people come to me, you know, they hit me up on the gram. I try to do my best and, you know, try to hit their goals and, it's just, it's just, it's a, it's a great experience because it's not just about, you know, personal training for me. It's really about meeting new people, right? And um, mm. personal training is not just personal training. When they talk about personal training, it's, it's also about, um, you know, uh, helping the person as an individual, right? I, I firmly believe, like, sometimes, you know, just going to the gym, especially when you hit the gym in the morning, it just sets the tone throughout the day for everything else, right? So, um it creates that, that, that certain level of energy that you need to, you know, function throughout the day. I mean, um, from a, as a counseling expert, and, um, and this is my side of the, of, of the yeah. profession, a lot of the work that we do, you know, with, my, with our clients sometimes is actually helping them develop strategies to actually get back into the community. So sometimes it's, you know, referring them to services like yourself um, yeah. to really kind of help give people the transformation that they need so that physically they could feel good. And we all know that if you feel good physically, it actually does something for your body. So tell us a bit about that, you know, in terms of how um, that kind of fits in, you know, in terms of giving people that ideal sense of wholeness that they might well, be looking for. Like what you just said is like, you, you try to like, you try to work on their mind, right? You try to get them mm -hmm. to that level of, so that they can step foot in, in the gym. For me, when they're in the gym, it's about creating um, that level of consistency. Um, not just with the gym, but in life itself, you know what I mean? It teaches you that if you can be consistent at just going to the gym, you know, at least three, day, three days or four or five days out the week, then you can be consistent in anything else, right? It's that energy that you bring. You got to bring that same energy. You can't come. If, I mean, I noticed some days, some days will come in and, you know, some girls, some, some days you'll be flat or you're tired and you're complaining a lot more than you normally you do. It's my job to kind of keep you on track. It's my job to really push you through your workout, get you to that, you know, and next level, 
Um, and that create that that's that's because of the consistency. You need you need the consistency. If you don't have that, then um, you know it's hard. So I you try know, consistency. So you know what? So it's, that's a huge job that you have. So my question for you is, you know, I know you do a lot of work with people. You know, I, I guess you said consistency, pushing people beyond their boundaries. You know, helping them kind of you know feel good about themselves. As you do that job, you know, what are some of the transformations that you've been a part of? Like how are you really seeing your the effect of pe having on people's lives? Um, I. I for me, like again, it's 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 the little small things. Um, the transformation is gonna come. I'm not worried mm. about the transformation. I'm worried about the mind. So That's I focus it. on the mind. I focus on really trying to get them to their next day or to their next session because it just becomes routine. It's about building a routine. I know within four or five weeks, if I have my client coming three five or uh, three or five times a week, they're gonna see a transformation. That's mm -hmm. gonna happen because they're working with me. As long as they're doing their homework, which is eating properly, it's going to happen. The weight's going to fall off or the weight's going to go on, right? So um, it's really about just targeting their mindset, right? That's the most important thing. Because if you don't have it up here, then you're not going to get it your next day, right? Okay. You know what? Motivated. You know what? I think that's, that's great that you just really touch on that. So I know also in here, you also have a background, which you do actually have some other skills or training. So you can tell yeah. us a bit about that too. Well, I also own, um, I own a business. I own two businesses, not just mm -hmm. the, um, the fitness, but I'm also into, I actually went to George Brown and I completed um, three years there for electrical, got my license. Okay. So I do that on the side as well. I don't really talk about it too much, but um, it's, uh, it's a big accomplishment for me because I really did it for my mom, Duke, so I wanted that piece of paper. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's, it actually comes in handy, especially in times like this, because, um, you know, when the gym is, not open, right? I can I can go do a side job here or there, do some pot lights, you know, make a okay. It's not bad. So you're, I mean, that's good. You know, you're trained, you know, you have multiple skills and that's amazing. So really you just spoke about a very important person. So who's your biggest role model? Um, I gotta say my mom, I, I mean, growing up, I feel like, you know, she was working so hard with two boys. I really, she wasn't getting paid much, right? But she made things work, she made things work. And I just told myself, you know, whatever I can do to, it's really about like scaling. I, I scaled back and I looked at like what she was doing and I told myself I didn't want to work so hard. And, you know, it's, it's when you see certain things like that, it just motivates you. It inspires you to be better. Right. And I think she want, I did what I did what she wanted me to do. So she's proud of me and that makes, that puts a smile on my face. So at the end of the day, um, you know, that's just the message for like young kids out there. It's just like never be comfortable in your own skin. Always try to, you know, elevate yourself as much as you can, right? Okay, so you're pushing people, and I know that's your role, you know, to always kind of have support people to, you know, get in fit, fit, you know, working on the mind, work on each and every part of their, you know, their lives, and pretty much you're a counselor in, 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 your, in yeah. and of itself, right? That's exactly what you do, you know? So anybody who speaks life into somebody else's and they listen, you have that ability and that effect. So who speaks life into you? Who, what kind of advice have you got? What's the biggest piece of advice you've got? I have a few mentors. Um, I have a few mentors, but uh, I, would, I would say, like, one guy I could really talk about is uh, Mitch. He really showed me a lot um, when it comes to business. I never knew mm -hmm. there was so much detail. So I do a lot of the background work. I got a partner. Um, that I work with. I don't know if you know Power by Dush, but I work with okay. him. Okay, yeah, I see, I, see him, I see him commenting. I see him commenting in here. Yeah, yeah. He, he's the hype man. He's really the guy that, you know, he can pull the traffic. He can, he can do a lot um, as far as, uh, you know, bringing traffic to the gym. 
But mm -hmm. my my main goal was the business, the business side. So I, I really took a step back. Um, I really tried to focus on the business and try to you know fill in those gaps that need to be filled needed to be filled. So as far as you know, just doing this, this paperwork, trying to work mm -hmm. that. Um, those are things that we lacked when we first started. So mm -hmm. I really that was my main focus for the last two years is just trying to like you know um you know look legit on paper and stuff you know okay so you're doing two business you have two businesses mm. and you know i also hear some kids in the background you know i know it's father's day so really let's talk a bit about that you know how do you juggle it all and how do you still Yo, maintain that lot. role it's a lot it's <laughs> a lot man it's um it's creating a balance i mean i'm also i'm also engaged right so it's just um there's a lot that goes into that as well. And sometimes I come home late, mm -hmm. um, you know, so I got to deal with that. But the kids is like, the kids when I when I when I'm with my kids, it's 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 uh, it's really it's really my time out from everything. I really just put my phone down. It's my my, my main focus is those guys. Um, but it it does become a lot because you got to be relevant on the gram. You got to be you got to stay relevant um, mm -hmm. with your clients. You got to be always texting them back and forth. Um, you know, you get calls for a job, you got to fly out. So I'm rarely ever home, you know? Okay. But when I'm home, um, like, especially, I always tell myself, like, Sunday, I don't like to work. Some clients get upset at me because I don't like to train on a Sunday, but I told myself that one day is where I can just reset and and just take the time to, you know, spend time with my family, spend time with my kids, you know? So okay, that's my, so my so for for like a lot of you know individuals who are about to step into you know the parenting role, were you yeah. prepared to be a parent yourself? Was I prepared? Were you prepared? Like how did that whole transition go? <laughs> I don't think you could actually really prepare for that. Sometimes it's mm -hmm. just right? so you gotta really you gotta roll with the punches. Sorry about the, my dog, but it's well, all right. Yeah, but um, yeah, you gotta be you gotta be prepared. I mean, I think the process you the the, pre the preparation you have is that nine months. You know what I'm saying? That's it. When, when you're when you're when your your girl is pregnant, month to month, you're really just trying to get to that state where it's like, okay, I'm ready now. You know what I mean? And, and you can never really be ready, especially if it's your first time. Um, you learn as you go, right? There's a lot yeah. of things. That, you know, changing diapers was like a scare for me. I mean, that's like a big scare, like especially waking up late. I mean, really, like I'm I'm, I'm doing the night shift. I'm waking up. I'm I'm coming home at eleven. And I got to do the night shift to wake up, feed my son at 3 o'clock in, in the a.m. because he needs a bottle or, you know, these little small things take a toll. So I feel like the first, even like that first year, they need the most attention. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. a, a lot of parents don't know, know about that. It's like, um, you know, it, it sounds good on paper. Yeah, I want to have like two, two, three kids. I hear girls saying it all the time, but there's a lot of work that goes, goes into it. There's a lot of work that goes into it. Okay, so I know you're talking about the work that goes into it. So, how did you develop the parenting style that you have? Um, you know what? I I took a little bit from my my dad. I think he's really passive aggressive. He mm -hmm. says things that makes you think, but he's never really he's never really on you. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I, I've I've taken that approach because it worked very well for me and my brother. Um, and he makes you feel stupid, you know, in a specific way, but not to really get at you, but mm -hmm. just, just to kind of like make you think like, oh shit, like, you know, I, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have did it that way. But you know what? He was right. Like, I'm going to do it his way next time. You know what okay. I'm saying? So that's, that, that's why I try to teach my kids. I, I talk to them. I sit them down. 
I talked to them, especially about this whole thing going on right now with the with the black movement and the equality rights and all that stuff. It's it's mm-hmm. important to let them know what's going on because um, you know, you gotta you gotta bring awareness. And I truly believe that um with with these kids, if you don't put a, a thumbprint on what's going on right now on them, it's not gonna it's not gonna transcend. So it starts with us. I don't mm-hmm. think that what's going on right now is gonna happen overnight. But if we can keep the energy going, right? I believe that, you know, we teach our kids certain things, it's gonna transcend onto their kids and it's gonna transcend, the energy is gonna transcend into, around their friends and their mindset will be different and everything that they do will be different. They, don't, they, may, they may not have to go through what we went through. You know what I'm saying? Because even though Canada um, doesn't feel it like the States, we still do within the work environment. That's it. Um, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I was an electrician on field. So before I even became a gym owner, I was I was working construction and doing lots of contracts with big companies. Mm-hmm. Experiencing a lot of the racism. You know, okay. you know, Greeks. I'm the only black guy in the crew and I'm and I'm and I and I have to get stuck with all the grunt work, right? Okay. I said, but you don't want to say anything, but you know what it is, right? Mm-hmm. So those are the things that you don't want your kids to grow to. So I mean it starts with it starts with us if and you teach them like i teach my son even to this day like you know what like it's not about doing a nine to five it's about creating, creating your own brand i tell them all the time but print your name on your shirt and make your friends wear it you know what i'm saying little small things like that is giving them that train of thought to really start thinking outside the box it's not just about being in the box going to nine to five and you know, having a smile on their face. You can go to a nine to five and be happy. Don't get it twisted. Like if you can have uh-huh. a good job. That's it. That's for sure. You can have a good job and you're happy and you're doing what you want to do. But my whole thing is think outside. Don't just be confined to one one thing. Do multiple things. Make yourself, you know, uh, an asset. Okay. So, so how so how do you you know what do you, what do you tell your kids about you know friends? You know, I know growing up, you see how good influence or bad influence kind of, how do you control that for your kids? If you're seeing them associate with people that maybe um, you don't think is good. It's funny because I just had an incident with my son the other day. And um, I think that the, the, the most important thing that I tell them is to be leaders, right? Um, you know, especially when you're in certain situations, you got to recognize. So like, you also got to paint certain situations out for them. Like as far as, you know, like if you're in this situation, let's just say you, you went to the gas station and your friend, you seen, you seen your friend stealing a chocolate bar. Are you going to mm-hmm. follow him? I paint these situations out for him so that he knows, like, yo, I shouldn't be doing that. My, I talked to my dad about this the other day. And I don't, it's not a right, it's not, it's not, it's not a good look for me because I know I'm going to get in trouble, right? So I think when you paint these scenarios out to your kids and you talk to them on a day-to-day basis about what's right from wrong, they understand. Instead of them just going to the gas station, they're with their friends your friend steals a chocolate bar and then you steal one and then you come home and you got to deal with me, right? Um, a lot of parents don't do that. So I feel like that's where I'm really hands-on with my boys. You know what I'm saying? Especially my older one. My older one's 10. Okay, the older one's 10. So that's good. Yeah. I mean, 10, 10 is a good age of comprehension. So I know he's seen how things, as you mentioned, you mentioned George Floyd. He's seen some of this stuff play out. So yeah. as a father, if he's asking questions, I'm sure he probably has been, right? Yeah. What are some of the stuff that he's asking and how are you responding to it? Um, like I said, it's, it's um, for me, like I told him, like even with the George Floyd, I talked to him about the George Floyd and, I, and, and, and what I said to him is, um, you know, 
you got to understand what's going on, especially right now. It's very important for you to understand stuff, certain things like this. So it's about having conversations with him, um, letting him see things for himself. I showed him the video. Mm. And I, I asked him, like, how do you feel about it, right? Um, these are things that you want to you wanna get their perspective. You want to see how they That's feel it. about it, right? And then you, 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 you talk to them, and then you make adjustments. You tell them what you should be doing and what you shouldn't be doing. How do you get yourself into the situation? How do you get yourself out of the situation, right? You know what? It's great that you mentioned it because I also have had experiences. Some parents um, are struggle with even watching the video or encountering some of what's going on themselves. So then they shield the kids from it, which sometimes what happens then is, you know, the kids are not getting that space to even process it for themselves because parents are not doing it, the work themselves, right? So you get this word now they're creating or having different thoughts that we might not even have insight, you know, and that could be anxiety, that could be worry, and some of that stuff. So I'm glad that you are actually taking upon yourself to yeah. open up the conversation and actually see how he's being affected and then kind of doing some of the follow-up. So um, kind of just looking at it, that's a good question is, I know now you have kids. You also once upon a time was a kid. When you were a kid, was there anything that you did not like about the world, your area, your neighborhood, the way you were raised? And like, was there something that you did not like and you kind of use that as something that you're going to use to kind of push yourself? Um, well, me growing up, I, I grew up in East Europe. So mm -hmm. for the first, like, I would say 15 years of my life, I was, I, was, um, I was around a lot of Italians, a lot of Greeks. So that culture is not like, it's, not, it's so normal to me. You know what I mean? I understand it. So going into like the work, the work environment, I was so used to getting treated like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I didn't know what was different. So when I moved to Malvern at a late, a late age, it was like, oh, okay, like there's a lot more black kids around me. There's a lot more going on. Like, oh, I could, I could do certain things. Oh, I could do this. I could do that. So for me, like when I was growing up in East York, I was really confined. Even with my teachers, I had a lot of problems with my teachers. I felt like I wasn't getting marked correctly. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I went through that and, um, you know, it's real. It's real frustrating for me. So, for, I don't know. Like to answer your question, it's it's one of those things where it re it's really based off of how you grow up, like how you're gonna think and how it's gonna transcend into your 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 your, uh, your future. You know what I mean? I feel like I got I was around specific people that that did certain things, and I just felt like I never fit in from okay. from grade one all the way up to grade seven. I felt like that. That's why I was I was I'm always quiet. I always observe first. I look. And I just then I then I make my statements. I've always been like that, right? So, mm -hmm. um, I don't know, man. That's you know what? No, that, I think you're answering a question right there, just in terms of you know how you kind of process the world, and your kids are also going to have their own lens, right? So I guess you're just going to kind of help them, you know, learn how to maybe have some of your strategies, which is observe, look, and then try to make sense of it, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So definitely, I think you're saying it. So let's get to the meat of this, you know, mental health, you know, which is super huge. I think you're on the other side of it, or we're yeah. both on the same side. Um, we really believe that, you know, mental health is an issue in the black community. And I know you now you're raising kids. What are some of the messages that you're able to have with them about it? Um, as far as mental health goes, I feel like a lot of it is just finding your, your a time. Like, like for me personally, I feel like what I do for my mental health is find a, find a, a space for myself. Find, like I said, a day, a day where I can just reset and move forward. Like I need a day to kind of, because when I feel like I th I'll give you an example for, I think Tuesday, I had about 10 clients, I had 10 clients training them outside. Um, and I had to go do a side job. 
you know, I felt like I was going to pass out because I didn't get home till like about, you know, after the, after the side job was done, I didn't get home about 10 o'clock. Mm -hmm. But I told myself, you know what, like I, I was supposed to go out on Sunday and do another job. And I told the person that sent me the job, I'm like, you know what, I just need a day. I need a day. So it's about understanding your body. It's about understanding, um, you know, your threshold and what you can do. Because if you don't, if you don't take the time to really reset, it's going to get to you. Right. So, I mean, I teach my kids that all the time as far as, um, you know, taking the time to just relax. My, my youngest son, he's really passionate. Mm -hmm. And um, I've never hit him before. It's, it's like I, I, I know a lot of Caribbean parents always say, you know what, you got to hit your kids. My kid, youngest son, he's, he's got a little bad streak to him, but I've never put hands on him because I don't think that's the best way for him. My oldest son, I could do that. My younger son, I can't. So it's about understanding your kids. Okay. Understanding levels, right? Um, I got I to gotta, I gotta talk to him. I have to, I have to see why he's feeling a certain way. He's a little bit more passionate than, this, than the older one. So these are things that, that will help with their mental health, how they – how they will transcend when they get older. So dad, dad, okay, comes up to you, dad, you know what, I've, I've been feeling really stressed. I'm not really feeling good about myself. You know, I don't know what's going on. Like I wake up and I just feel heavy. I can't sleep, you know, food doesn't taste good. Um, I'm struggling to just, you know, like I'm just, I don't know. Like I just don't feel like being around people. And you see that, you know, he's slowly isolating himself. How do you respond to that? Um, I try to figure out what the root of the problem is. It's really about mm. asking the right questions. Um, I ask him. I try to take it back and say, you know what? Like, what do you think that stem? What do you think that stems from? Like, is it something that happened in school? Is it something that happened with your mom? Is it something that happened with you know one of your friends? Um, I really try to figure out. You got to figure out what the problem is so that you can make that adjustment, right? That's the most important thing. Um, it's not just with kids, but I think with with everybody. everybody that's it. Everybody's just like they don't. Sometimes they just get stressed out. People come into the gym stressed out. A lot of my clients come into the gym stressed out and it's like, what's wrong? Like, what's actually wrong? With you? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong. I'm just frustrated. No, but like, why are you frustrated? Like, you know, what, mm. what's, what's, what's making you frustrated? You know, like, did you go to bed late? Like, is it that time of the month? Like, I gotta, I gotta know. So I gotta, you start about asking the right questions, right? And that's, that's where you, you can figure out a solution. You know what? You're, you're, you're employing a lot of the skills that, you know, we're trained to kind of have as counselors or therapists, you know, just really mm -hmm. dig into the root of the problem, trying to understand what people's lifestyle changes are, really just trying to see what the issue is at hand and then trying to work from there to see how you can support them, you know? So definitely, I think, you know, you continue to be a great role, role model. I see, you know, you have like a hundred of people out, you know, really, you know, I've watched all the stuff that you're doing in the community. So we really want to thank you for that. I appreciate you coming on live with us so what's next for you what is next you know i know you're doing the business i know you have the family but what's next for you right now i got i got a lot of goals but i think the most important thing is um trying to adapt to what's going on with um the covid 19 we don't know we don't know if there's going to be another wave we don't know how long this is going to last is this going to be the new way of living i see a lot of big corporations going bankrupt right now um so it's about, for me, I even talked to my business partner about this, but we have to really make a presence online. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think that having multiple gyms is going to be the way of the future. And it's sad to say, because that was what we were talking about before this whole COVID. We were talking about opening up an next gym. You know what I'm saying? And um, it just seems like there's so much responsibility on the, on the owner now as far as... Um, 
just following guidelines. You don't know if you're gonna get caught with a lawsuit because somebody caught COVID at your gym. Um, so if we can really push that online presence, I feel like that's that's the way of the future. You know what I mean? I don't think having a franchise is it no more, to be honest with you. You know so, what? You're, you're totally right, you know, because we also, like, we're supporting growth. We do have offices in the Sasaga, Brampton, and also downtown Toronto. And yeah. the thing is, we haven't visited the office in three months, but we've now really switched a lot of our services to online and really actually trying to change our business model just to fit the needs of what the global pandemic that we're actually experiencing right now. So you're not alone on all of us are trying to really rejig our services so that we could continue to be effective, continue yeah. to be accessible. I think the key word you meant, you're trying to be accessible, right? Especially yeah. even during times like this. So um, I think you're on the right track. You know, we all have to get friendly with technology yeah. um, and we have to really, you know, encourage and, and put the tools in people's hands so that they could do more. Um, so I think with the online program, you know, definitely we'll be able to touch the people who are always busy um, and actually, you know, you could connect with people. There's a lot of benefits that come with going online too. So um, you might even have a client in Ottawa now that's actually using you guys or all over the province, yeah. you know, so. Really uh, um, spread, spread it, spread it more, spread the outreach a little bit more. So that's, that's important as well, right? I feel like right now we have a, a very strong base in Scarborough, but people that have always wanted to work out with us living in Mississauga, living in Etobicoke, living in like all these far places, even as far as Ottawa. We got some people coming from Hamilton to come train with us sometimes. And um, this is where the online now kicks in. I feel like if it's, if it's as effective as it is, is going to our gym, then um, we, can make, we can make some noise. That's, you know that's what? What I, I what I want to challenge as this, the city opens up, you know, we would love to collaborate with you guys. I see you guys had about 100, 200 people out. Let's try to set a goal where we're going to get 1,000 people out. When everything yeah. finishes, let's bring the whole city out for a fitness outside. We're going to yeah. sponsor the mental health side. We collaborate yeah. with you guys and let's actually put this because I solely believe that a lot of times, as you said too, what we eat, you know, how we're taking care of our bodies, how we're really, you know, engaging, starting our day, whether it's working out. Like I've felt, I've never felt this bad in the last little bit just because my gym here is closed. Yeah. So I know the work that you do, it's amazing, you know, so we totally right. endorse it and we're, we will continue. Um, hopefully we're able to kind of send you guys clients um, yeah. So that you guys will be able to kind of continue to sponsor. But let's put something on. We're going to work on it. We're going to be in touch. I yeah. want us to host a big event where we actually get people out. Let's try to hit a crazy goal and actually <laughs> do something that's actually going to, you know, put personal fitness and put mental health on the map and actually change the culture because you guys have a great platform. So I would definitely love to do something like that with you guys. We'd love to work with you, man. 100%. So you know what? We're super excited to have you today. And, you know, I appreciate everything that you're saying, sharing with us. You know, and I'm going to come join the class. You're going to see me there very shortly. Man, you got to come too. You we're come coming. Through. We're coming 100%. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be there. You're going to see me there the next one that you do. I'm going to be there 100%. So, and I'm going to make sure I shout you out all the time so that you guys continue to do the great work you're doing. Yes, so, Likewise. we have one more. Thank you. We have one more person coming on um, in two hours. We have Phil, who's another great community leader that's going to be talking more about, you know, and leading yeah. the way for us with our fathers. But you know what? What you're doing right now, we are so happy that, you know, you're loving your role as a parent. And, you know, there's so much fathers to the watch right now. You know, and you make this actually very much worthwhile, you know, just actually getting online. And I know there's some people who are going through stuff. But when they see that, you know, seeing you kind of having your positive experience, working, balancing all the priorities in your life, is actually really good for people to see. Because that's also part of mental health, how you're balancing yeah. your life. So. That's why I invited you on, because I know you're doing a lot, but you're handling it with like a champ. So thank you very much for having us. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Okay, so final word from you, man. Give, give me your shout out. Say whatever you got to say to whoever you got to. 
Um, to be honest with you, just shout out to the gym. Thank, thank you for everyone that supports us. Um, you know, continue to keep doing so. We love you guys. Um, you know, make sure you guys follow my page, Powered by Wong, if you guys don't know me. Um, you can check out some videos, some inspirational stuff. And, uh, yeah, stay tuned, man. We got more stuff coming. All thank right. You. Thank you very much. All right, brother.